welcome back to this week's episode of Okie Dokie. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and for today's episode, I'm just going to be talking a little bit about a few things that I want to reflect on from my time in Europe. So for some background, I was recently in Europe, London specifically, for the last month. A little over a month and I was there through my school through my college and I was basically just taking some summer classes and other than that like I had the freedom to go see and explore and do whatever which was really really cool and obviously I acknowledge that I'm very very privileged if I'm able to travel abroad because traveling traveling's not cheap And I think that going abroad at kind of a young age, especially the summer after my freshman year of college, I think that's kind of takes a lot. I mean, personally, I'm not having too tough of a time after my freshman year of college, but I've heard from a lot of my upperclassmen friends and one of my friends, her therapist actually said this, that the freshman year summer like after you first go away to a new environment. So I guess this doesn't quite apply to you if you're not in college, but like anytime you go away from what you're used to and you come back for like to your home, it can be a little bit of like a, I guess like an identity, maybe not crisis, like identity crisis, but it can be a little bit internally panicking because you have like this set routine and the way you're treated in this one environment, like your home, for instance. And then when you go away to college, you are like really independent and you've got your own thing going and all that stuff. And then you come back and you're not quite the same person you were before. And so it might be a little weird. Okay, enough of me yabbering, back to the main point of this episode. And so I would say the most important takeaway that I got from this trip is that I really learned to accept things for what they are and not stress and fret over things that are out of my control. And this is kind of a big deal for me because I have... I have a history of being a little bit of a control freak and control freak in the sense where like I want everything to go a certain way and it's not that I'm quite mad that I didn't get my specific way it's just like I am a very type A orientated person and so I have like specific plans and expectations for how things should go and if it strays from my expectation and my plan it just kind of causes me to be a little stressed or like yeah, just just not great. And I've always been this way. I don't really know where it comes from. I'm sure if we dig far enough back in my childhood, like we'll find the answer, but that's not what this episode's about today. And so all of this has kind of been encompassed into one saying, like relinquishing control and just accepting things for what they are. And that is the title of this episode. It is what it is. And I know this saying has gone around like in memes and stuff, but I 
basically picked it up from the group of girls that I befriended, one girl specifically, and let's just call her Chips. Yeah, let's call her Chips, because I don't know if she wants her real name used in this podcast, so we're going to call her Chips. So in my opinion, Chips is kind of... Kind of what I aspire to be sometimes, Chips is one of those people where they are literally down for anything. Like, they are just so chill, they are so go with the flow, like, they're literally always just vibing, doing their own thing, they, like, fit in with everyone they meet, and they're always just there to, like, crack a joke, have a good time, go with the flow, and anytime something less than ideal would happen, Chips would literally just go... It is what it is. Shrug their shoulders and be like, well, oh well, like, all we can do is decide how to react and adjust to what just happened to us. And especially since I was abroad in London, we would do a lot of traveling. So whether that be within London, like hopping on the tube, which for those of you who don't know, the tube is basically like their subway or underground train system. And going to museums or exhibits and stuff, or if it's literally tra- traveling to another country. I mean, I know Scotland is still part of the UK, but like we went to Scotland, so that's a different place. Or like I didn't go with this group of people because um, they were staying an extra month in London because my college had two choices. You could either stay one month and take classes or you could do two months where the first month you also take classes but then the second month you stay and do an internship. So I just did the one month but they stayed for two weeks, most of them, and they like traveled to Paris and stuff and they went to Amsterdam so they did a lot more. Um, But, like, if the train was late, if you couldn't get to your flight on time because of a security, like, customs, passport issue, all of those things are out of your control. And, yeah, is it really, really frustrating if you miss your flight or you get lost in a city that you're not familiar with or maybe someone's mean to you, like, a local is not very nice to you. Yeah, all of those things really, really stink. But once again, they are things that are totally out of your control. And that's what I really loved about Chips, is they literally would just shrug. Who knows if they were truly shrugging things off? Maybe they were internally panicking. And don't get me wrong, I did see this person, like, kind of panic at times. But their panic was nowhere near my level of panic. Like, when I panic, I'm, like, bawling my eyes out, a little diva queen, annoying-ass little hoe. And, (laughs) ooh, that was aggressive. Um, And they were just more, like, generally upset but my point is is they would always just go it is what it is like it sucks but whatever and I just think that that's a great attitude to keep and adopt is because you just can't control these things so what is the point of wasting your limited energy trying trying to fix things that you didn't even cause a problem to or you just have no control over And I used a lot of traveling examples to explain the it is what it is type mentality, but this can apply literally in your own daily life. So let's say you wake up one day and you have kind of a bad day, like it doesn't go very well. So first off, you wake up and your car doesn't start. Well, okay, that's super frustrating because now you're going to be late for work or school and that's not fun. But you know what? It is what it is. Your car not starting? Well, you can't change that within the 
15, 20 minutes you need to be at work slash school. So you know what you do? You call your friend. Can they pick you up? I don't know. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. If they can't, then it is what it is. They're busy. You call an Uber and that's that. And if you chose to kind of get worked up and frustrated over your car not starting in the morning, you're starting your whole day off negatively. And I think that when we exert negative energy, it takes a lot more of a toll on us. Like you don't want to start your day negatively. And I'm not saying like you should always just be like, well, it is what it is and I can never allow myself to be mad or frustrated. That's totally not what I'm saying, but it's just something to think about. Like your cat knocks over a plate of things in the counter. It is what it is. Clean it up. Teach your cat better, you know? It's just a great way to be wise with where you spend your energy. And I think that's what it really taught me. And I'm really thankful for that because it's something that I'm going to hopefully use for the rest of my life. And that sounds so cheesy, but it's true. I gotta suck it up and just take things for what they are. Alrighty, so moving into the second thing that I learned while studying abroad. And to explain this point, I need to start with a little bit of background information. So I'm really lucky in the sense that one of the friends that I made my freshman year, I literally love them, they're amazing. Let's let's call them let's call them Lamp because once again I don't know if they want their real name used or not. So Lamp has family that lives in Venice, Italy. Like they have their own little apartment and their family goes to spend the summer there. Every year like it's just Lamp and their parents. So, you know, I understand that that can be a little a little I don't want to say boring, but like you have a lot of time on your hands and not really anyone to hang out with. Like no one your age, Lamp doesn't have any siblings. And so when I mentioned that I was in Europe, Lamp was like, OMG, like what if you came to visit? Lamp was trying to get like all of our friends, like in our friend group to come and visit. And I even brought it up. I was like, wait, like, are you serious? Like, can I come and visit? And they were like, yeah, sure. So really impromptu, we planned a trip where I would fly from London to Venice, Italy and hang out. And just if you're wondering, it's really not that hard to travel between Europe. Like that's what I love about it is all the countries are fairly small compared to the United States. So you can literally just hop on a cheap flight and be in a new country in like two hours, which is really, really cool. Anyway, so while I was there, it was nice because since Lamp's family is from the area we were staying in, I basically got the local experience. Like, I was still a tourist in this country, but I wasn't really a tourist in Italy because I had someone who spoke Italian, like, their family had lived there, like, they knew all the little ins and outs, and it was so nice, so relaxing, and so helpful. Like, for instance, I never had to think about, like, oh, where should we eat for dinner? Because sometimes if you go somewhere new, it doesn't even need to be a completely new country. You're always kind of like, oh, like, where should I go for dinner? Is the reviews good? Like, what type of food is it? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just little decisions like that that kind of add up over time. 
I didn't need to make, which was super nice. And also in other countries, like if you're clearly a tourist, some places will literally charge you more money. Like, so Lamp was telling me this story how one time they went out to get dinner and Lamp, they don't quite pass as a perfect local. Like they kind of give a little bit of tourist energy. And so Lamp was there first and then Lamp's family later joined them and they were all eating. And at the end they got the bill and Lamp's dad was like, hold on, what the friggle fork is this bill? Like, this is way too expensive. Like, we are a family of three. Like, we did not, we did not order this much food. And they look at the bill and there's a little tiny red dot in the corner of their bill. And Lamp's father's like speaking in Italian, being like, like, what is this? Like, blah, blah, blah. And the waiter goes, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that y'all were locals. And they basically figured out that any time a server served a table of who they thought were tourists, they put the little red dot in the corner of the check to signify that they were tourists and therefore to charge them more money for their meal. Which to me, that's literally insane. Like, it makes sense, but beware when traveling as a tourist. Okay, getting back on track, here's what I learned. So I learned this from Lamp's mom, kind of like wrapping it all up, and then also just like observing the town around me. And it is that a lot of Italy or... So what I've been told from other people, so I can't say I've experienced this myself, but what I've heard is that Italy and Europe, it is a lot of you work to live versus in the United States, you live to work. So just let that sink in for a minute. And basically what it's saying is that in Italy and in Europe, a lot of people, they only work so that they can make enough money to keep food on the table, but they really more prioritize living, spending time with your family, doing things you enjoy, like going on easy, affordable vacations, things like that. I mean, Lamp's mom was saying how in Italy, like their little town, no one really asks each other what your profession is. So for example, in the United States, when you meet someone, you would go, oh, hi, my name's Elena and I'm a lawyer. Oh, nice to meet you. My name's Susan and I'm a school teacher. Like everyone kind of bases their identity out of their occupation and what they do for work. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this. I'm just saying that I think the U.S. has a very heavy, like, just emphasis on working, like not a very healthy balance between spending time with your family, really living, like enjoying life. It's all just like, okay, you gotta go to college, gotta hit that nine to five life, and you better make bank, like let's go capitalism. Like that's just kind of the energy in the United States. And I really appreciate how in Italy, a lot of the stores and shops are not open from about 12 p.m., like lunchtime, until like 2 p.m. because everyone, all the shopkeepers, they all go on lunch break. And this lunch break might be just going home to like their wife and kids or whoever and just eating lunch with them and really enjoying their time with them. And so that's definitely something that I want to try and implicate more in my life. Even though I do live in the States, I don't know, just be 
I guess just be more aware of where I spend my time and energy, and that life is not all about work. Like you need to still enjoy it. So even though I only explained two things to you that I learned while being abroad, obviously I picked up a wealth of knowledge. I literally felt like a little sponge, just soaking up different things, like di- just observing the different ways people interact with each other, the demeanor, the cultures. And even logistical things like how to travel, keep yourself safe, especially as a woman, all those type of things. And maybe I'll make another episode about them. I'm not sure. But for now, I think that's going to be it for this week's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed listening. Let me know if you agree with these things, if you don't. And yeah, have a great rest of your week. Bye.